You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Blog Talk Radio. The State of the U.com presents The Amigo Show. The Amigo Show, back on the air here on Blog Talk Radio. Call the show, 347-857-3419. I know, that's a 1960s word. Hogwash. You can follow the show on Twitter, at The Amigo Show. I am Homer, Homer the Amigo. That's right, that's me. I'm, I'm Hurricane Homer right here on Blog Talk Radio. That's me. And now your host. Larry, the amigo Melia. I'm going to be able to say whatever the heck I want about the program that I adore. No, 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 I'm sitting in hogwash. Welcome to Miami. The Amigo Show coming at you on blogtalkradio.com. Compliments to com and SBNation.com. The digits to call. Three four seven eight five seven thirty four nineteen. You can always text the show. We're still doing the text the show thing. Yeah, we have to fix that number. So I, in the middle of the show, I promise you, I will get you a text number. <laughs> but right now, that's not going to be the case. But you can call on that one. Three four seven eight five seven thirty four. The Amigo Show for the next hour here on BlogTalkRadio.com. Yep. Week two in existence. Hi. We're here. Como estas, Miami? We bring to you our fearless leader, Coach Al Golden, will be on the show hour. We're looking so forward to it. A couple of, uh, what we may say, major show announcements. What do you mean show announcements, dude? You just started last week. Yeah. A couple of show announcements, and I'm trying to decide if I'm going to share it with you before Coach comes on or after Coach comes on. Really up to you, man. Either or, I'm excited. Strike you, baby. I don't know. I think I think I'm gonna do it before we have coach on. Do you think there's a coach excitement? Like my my fear is we get coach on, we ask him, or I ask him the right questions. I think there's a little pressure on me. I don't want to upset coach with anything that I might ask. And then if I go too soft or gelatinous, then of course I'm I'm a Homer, Hurricane Homer, amigo, dude. Get a backbone. Stop being a show for the program. So I, I gotta, I gotta come in a little strong. I, you know, I'm certainly not gonna ask him about anything outside of the program. I'm mean, even off the field, really. I, I, I'm gonna keep it to the program. I am curious about his take, and, and I'm gonna be gentle on how I ask this one, Frankie. His take on 25, 30, 35,000 coming out to the games, and part of my goal here. I, I'm not reaching a million listeners. I get it. We will soon. <laughs> I want you guys to understand that if there is that plot and, and, and you love the program and you enjoy the product they put on the field, and we understand it's been some tough years, but what family doesn't have tough I mean, let's be honest. Anybody who tells me their family is perfect is full of it. So if there's a passion for the program, whether you're an alum and I have an argument that, oh, you didn't go to school there. Okay. Um, if you're not an alum, but you follow and you support the program, that's what this private institution means. We talk about the glory days and wanting to go back to the glory days. What were the glory days? We had Alonzo on last week. He almost forgot they used to draw 50000 for Cincinnati. Well, it was empty. It looked empty because the Orange Bowl was cavernous. Can't look any more empty than sunlight. Former partner Armando Sargero used to call it sun lifeless. There's no life in there. There's more empty seats than there are butts and chairs for Canyon games. I get we're not going to put 80,000 in there unless FSU's in town. Why can't we put 45 to 50,000? Hey, you watch, just read Twitter for a minute in your life, and someone's talking about. 
MLS stadium and let's share it and blah, blah, blah. Are you kidding? Oh, it needs to be at least 40,000. Are people showing up to the game? The answer is no. So I'm curious. He's not going to call out anybody. And I'm not really calling out our fans. I'm only calling them out. In fact, we're going to do a promotion this year. I'm going to work this out where you got to be sincere. I, I can't judge sincerity here. I mean, this could be a free for all for all I know. We're going to get callers to call in and tell me that I'm full of it. I can't afford to go to games. Not a heat game, brother. Not a heat game. The tickets are very, very accessible, very, very affordable. And if you don't have enough passion in the program to drive 20 minutes to the park and sit for three hours and have a good time watching your team play football, then don't call this show and tell me that you're passionate about this recruit or that recruit or or how great we are, how great we're not. No, the passion starts by being there. I give credit to a lot of folks that are there week in, week out. Not fail. I mean, frankly, you go to West 12. We know a million people, a million people that are not a million. Then we have a full house. We know so many people that it's a passion in their life. Everybody comes up to us and says, what's up? You know, and, and then people walk through, and then it's not just one. There's, there's dozens of these tailgates around the parking lot where people convene, and it's a family environment where, where, where guys are coming out and they're spending their time, and maybe they'll miss a couple of games, but they're out there three, four, five times. And you know if the passion's not there for that, or you've got responsibilities, or you work a job that doesn't allow you to get off, I can respect that. But there's too many people in this town for the Miami Hurricanes, five-time national champ Miami Hurricanes, to draw as little as they do. 347-857-3419. So I'm interested in how I'm going to position this to coach. And my thought is... Wondering how it makes you feel when you play a Savannah State or you play an FAU and you look around and you see so many empty seats. And I'm scared because it's not, I'm not trying to tell him anything with it. My fight is with the folks that wear the shirts and tell me that they follow this program and read, read our publication, stateofview.com. And yes, I call it a publication. I know it's a blog site. I call it a publication for a reason. These guys win awards. We win awards. We're doing things right. Just ask SB Nation. So they get it. And these are guys with a passion for the program. There's guys that live, they don't even live in this state, and they make sure it's like the of the year. Are you kidding? Family men with 40-hour jobs? And they do this on the side for fun. Got to be good. We don't just bring anybody aboard. You got to be darn good. Can't be a numbnut. So... This publication has a responsibility to report on the youth, and darn good job we do it. I'm not going to cut their legs out from under them. I would never get Coach on here, and obviously I'm going to pat myself on the back. That's on reputation because I know I worked in radio stations that we couldn't get out, and my reputation was in the middle of it. So now it's me. Trust me enough to have this conversation and bring it out through these airwaves because he knows that I'm not going to put him in the so, so when the interview is over and Twitter goes, oh, you have some soft questions, I want to hear it. I want to hear it because they're not soft questions. I'm not going to throw up softballs. I'm going to position them in a way where you don't offend the man who leads this football team, man who has a myriad of responsibilities on his shoulders, and he's going to get enough of that nonsense from other people who get paid to do it. I'm going to ask the right question eloquently and make sure – then we get somewhat of an answer that gives us, you know, an explanation. And some of you guys don't expect that I'm going to ask the obvious question. It's not going to happen because it's not going to get us anywhere. And you want to hear this show and you want to hear guys like that come back on and chum it up with me and give us insight like Alonzo gave us. Alonzo will come on periodically. Almost, that Bearcat game was in the 85. It's 30 years. Not much, just 30 years I'm going on. So you guys are going to come back on as long as I don't sweep out their legs from under them. Well, no major network paying me $200,000, and this is your job. Hogwash. Nice intro, by the way, Frank. Um, so 
let's just get that out in the open now so that I don't create an expectation that doesn't exist. So I want to throw that out there. So, so you guys are cognizant of this. You understand it. But you'll be, I think you'll be proud that I will ask relevant and good questions. And I think that we'll have an entertaining segment with Coach Al Golden. Everybody over at State of the U is stoked about this. And everybody at SB Nation is stoked about it. So stoked. They're going to post it on the national site. SB Nation will said and done. So apparently, not bad work for a couple of weeks. Not bad work. So before we come on with Al, I think that it's going to be, it's going to be good to bring up some good news. So let's start with this program's good news. And I did say over Twitter, and you can follow us at The Amigo Show. You can follow me at The Amigo. Great producer here, Frank the Tank 305. You want to follow him at Frank the Tank 305. Twitter's been a lot of love. And from nothing to about 250 followers on the show, I was actually pretty impressed. I had a show once that didn't have that many, and it was on airwaves, terrestrial radio. So, Certainly people are coming on, they're logging on to blogtalkradio.com and understanding there's a value to listen to this and we're going to have a good time with it. But I wanted to get that out in the open. But here's the first set of good news. I wish we had a drum roll. We'll get there. Okay, there you go. We're going to, starting next Wednesday, expand this show, the Amigo Show on Wednesdays here on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks to stateofview.com and SB Nation and all their help with this. We're going to go to a couple of hours. So we started with an hour, and the response has been so wonderful that we're going with two hours. So I, we don't have applause, but we can applaud. Here's my applause. There we go. That sound right there for you. High-tech sound. We're going to two hours. It'll be from six to eight. That'll allow me an extra quality guest for you. It'll allow you guys to call in. You're not going to go to, oh, crap, I missed it because it was only an hour long. I blinked, and it was gone. So we're going to give you the extra hour to call in, and that should be a lot of fun. So we start that next Wednesday. So that's fantastic news. I'm going to tease the other fantastic news, though. I'm going to, I'm going to wait a few minutes. Three four seven eight five seven thirty four nineteen. Some of those obvious questions, by the way, that I'm not going to ask. I know you want me to ask about this. I know you want me to ask him to mention to him that I'm aware that all the South Florida kids. All the South Florida kids have us on the top three. I know we're like, what, 11 months out? About 11 months out, more or less, till next year's NSD, right? <laughs> I'm going to tell you because it's not a violation. I know it's still early. We've seen them change their minds. Some of those recruits are starting to find the orange and green in their radar. But I can't talk to them about that. I'm going to away from that. We're going to bring the passion out here on the airwaves. Obviously, we all miss football season. We're several months away from it. So it's always going to be refreshing to talk to Coach, to get a perspective. He's going to be a little more relaxed, but at the same time, you're going to get straight-up Coach Golden, the way he likes to give it to you. He's going to give you what he thinks he's going to, you know, what he thinks he's going to accomplish next year, what he's looking to accomplish, his goals, uh, the fantastic strides the program continues to take. I will repeat what I told you guys last week. Enough with the negativity. Please, enough with the negativity. Okay, we went from seven, went from six to seven to nine wins. Those that tell me, oh, let's trade out, let's trade out last year. You traded out playing Kansas State and Notre Dame, and you got Savannah State and FAU, and that's why you went from seven to nine wins. Hogwash. Statistically, the team's better. They've matured a year. There are more stars on this team this year than there were last year, and they're only going to get better this year. Every College team has question marks as they go into the new season. Hogwash! A quarterback position will be one of those question marks. Olsen, Williams, what are we going to do? We'll work it out. I trust Coach. I like the fact that Coach came around four years ago and said he was going to try to bring this program to glory. And unlike Larry Coker, yes, I said his name, who continued to win less and less every year during his tenure, Coach Al Golden continues to win more and more. He won the biggest battle we needed him to win, which is one with the NCAA. Recruiting. And that's only going to help with recruiting. Yes, your word. Yep, the improvement. I'm telling you, these kids, orange and green on their radar, and they're whispering, and they're talking about, well, I'd like to, you know, 
Keep home. Stay home. Getting expensive. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I'm not proclaiming victory 11 months prior, but. <laughs> all right. So since this is still new to me, I hit that little microphone and I answer our first call. No, you can do it. I like when you do it. Let's take, let's take our first call of the day. We go to Jimmy in Miami. You're on the Amigo Show. What's up, Jimmy? Larry. What's up, Bobby? What's up, dude? Chilling. Wait, you? I'm driving home. I'm driving home right now from Savannah, Georgia. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't call last week and congratulate you. But I'm um, very proud of you. I'm very happy the state of the union has given you the chance for you to be on the airwaves, at least on the internet for right now. And you well, got to be more good news. Yeah. You hear we're going to two hours next week? Oh, you just said it. Yeah, I just heard that. That's. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Here's, here's more good news, but I'm not going to tell you yeah. that. I'm going to let you finish your call first. Go ahead. Well, no, I want to – no, I, I'm listening to uh, – I want to listen to Al Golden, and you bring in – Al Golden last week was Alonzo Highsmith. you got the guys coming in. I'm proud of you. I love you, and you got to do what you got to do, brother. <laughs> I love you too, Jimmy, bro. I appreciate the love. Um, that is That is awesome. Jimmy driving back from – Life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get in Savannah. That must be nice. I went to my honeymoon in Savannah. That is nice. It's a nice place. 347-857-3419. Good looking out, Jimmy. Those are the numbers to call here on the Amigo Show. We'll be with you till 7 o'clock in just a couple of minutes. We're going to have Coach Golden on the show, Coach Al Golden. Before I do that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what the second piece of good news is. So, year last week and got the positive feedback and of course it's just like anything else yes this can be kind of like a drug I and mean, it's been nine months since i had my drug named radio it felt pretty good and i was excited about how we did and i was excited about how it sounded considering the little time we had to put it together and some of the resources i mean i'm used to having radio studios you know million dollar radio studios and it's quite different but i credit blog talk radio for making stuff like this accessible to someone who may want to podcast, someone who may want to do the same thing we're doing. And it's, it's, you know, it's a phenomenal avenue to at least get out there. But uh, I got drug done, drug called radio. So I'm really into the innovation of society, and, and the Internet has become just the most unbelievable thing in our generation. So I started doing a little homework. And upon doing my homework, discovered that Internet radio is absolutely blowing up all over the world. Let me know it's a terrestrial little old moon, Amigo T, A-T. I thought that, you know, people get in their cars with the name radio. I don't more, dude. They go online. They've got their devices. they got, you know, all types of apps and ways to listen. And one of the most popular Internet radio stations is positioned right here in South Florida. And I'll give you the plug. SoFloRadio.com. George Rodriguez, gentleman who was the producer for Neil Rogers, runs that station. And starting a week from Saturday, from 10 to noon, each and every Saturday morning, for the honey-do list guys like me, that we've got to go out. I've got to push it off to the afternoon now because I will be doing the Amigo show, all sports version. What do you mean to you? Everybody will talk heat. We'll talk dolphins. <laughs> the dolphins. We'll talk whatever you want. And that's the second major announcement, the Amigo Show, taking it to Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, and we just can't wait. So uh, we'll take your calls, but of course, first, when we go to break, we want to, uh, want to give out the numbers, 347-857-3419. So in just a couple minutes, we'll go with Coach Golden. Excited about the news. Not only are we going an extra hour starting next Wednesday, but starting a week from Saturday, yes, sir, the Amigo Show goes to SoFloRadio.com, 10 a.m. to noon. So I'm pretty excited about it. It gives us the opportunity that we wanted to do the things we wanted to do. And I know Frank's just doing backflips. Frank's like, there's two weeks ago, I would never thought something like this was going to happen. He's like, absolutely freaking stoked. And I'm happy. I'm happy that we're going to get to do this together. And, again, I'm just, I, I, I couldn't even put it into words. When we come back, we're gonna we're gonna take a little sh- short break. When we come back, we're gonna get Coach Al Golden on the show for you. 
Again, the number is a call, 347-857-3419. He will not be taking calls, but I will be taking calls after that interview. We're on with you until 7 o'clock right here on blogtalkradio.com. The Amigo Show would like to thank the law offices of Hawkman and Golden, PA, at www.tickettlawfirm.com. Both attorneys, Sonny Golden and Scott Hawkman, are graduates of the U, both undergrad and law school. Celebrating 20 years of helping drivers with traffic-related incidents, speaking tickets, red light camera violations, accidents, 305-665-1000 or TicketLawFirm.com. You're listening to The Amigo Show with Larry, The Amigo Million. Go Tennessee, go Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. On Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, we got to hear that ad nauseum. Show here on blogtalkradio.com brought to you by stateoftheu.com and sbnation.com. I heard, I heard through the grapevine that, that there's some music that Coach doesn't necessarily like to hear during practice. Little birdie told me, little birdie on Twitter. <laughs> Apparently, he wished that they played a different style of music. Um, more akin to NFL films type songs. So I figured Autumn wins. I mean, you can't get any more NFL. It's the Raiders, so the Dolphins are probably upset. You know how the Dolphins are. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to play that for him, but I'm, I'm having a hard time. We're, we're trying to get him on right now as uh, Frank's working diligently on that. Frank, you think you can cue that up for him once we get him on? So let's get him on. Once we get him on, then we'll play that song for him. I thought that was pretty funny. He'd rather hear that stuff because that's more inspiring. But if you know Coach Golden, you know that that's the kind of stuff that kind of gets, that revs the motor. Um, I don't know if I shared this story with you guys last week, but when, when Coach was coming to town, uh, good friendship with Bernie Kozar allowed me the knowledge that he was, um, that he had to go meet with Coach. And he used to do part of a morning segment with me. He's like, yeah, I got to go meet Al Golden right now. And I don't know what to expect. Uh, next time he, came, he comes on the show a few days later, he comes into the studio, and he goes, this guy is the most amazing, most unbelievable presentation I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, this guy, I don't, I can't foresee him not being successful here at the University of Miami. And Bernie was so convincing, without ever having spoken to Coach, without ever, ever, ever having a conversation or hearing anything he had to say, the fact that Bernie was so impressed by this, I became immediately intrigued. And it's been, yes, it's been, it's been a kind of a bromance for me. I mean, it's Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, and then my guest, my next guest, head coach of the Miami Hurricanes, Coach Al Golden. Coach, how are you doing today? I'm sorry, I thought you had him ready. I set you up. No, I apologize. You should be calling in any second. Okay, okay. So we're waiting for the call in. I'm thinking he's ready to go. All right. We apologize for this. Three four seven eight five seven three four one nine is the number to call. Again, he's not going to be taking live calls, but that's going to be the way you can call me afterwards and rag on me for being too nice or whatever the case may be. The Amigo Show coming at you till seven o'clock here on Blog Talk Radio. So we have a captive audience. We'll repeat the great news that we gave out. Starting next week, we're going to two hours here on Blog Talk Radio from 6 to 8. And that's the Amigo Show Hurricane version brought to you by StateOfTheU.com and FDNation.com. And then starting a week from Saturday, April 5th, on SoFloRadio.com, the Amigo Show will bring it to you live 10 to noon every Saturday morning while you're going out and doing your honeydew stuff. You can tune in to the Amigo. And I'm hearing the music, but that tells me one thing. Ask and shall we 
Joe Golden, our student leader of the Miami Hurricane Football Program here on Blog Talk Radio on the Amigo Show. What's going on, Coach? How are you? Well, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful. I see that you uh, you wanted more like of an NFL film type of uh, music played around the uh, around the area. So I figured I, I, I go ahead and make your wish come true, at least as you come on to my show for a couple of minutes to talk a little bit about the program we both love. First things uh, first, I, how are you doing, Coach? I'm doing good. I, I appreciate you doing that. It's uh, you know, we run the music throughout most of the practice now, and it's obviously a, it's loud, and b, there's no imagination. They keep playing the same songs over and over again. So. We're all losing our minds out there, but uh, hopefully they can uh, spruce it up a little bit for us and get some uh, get a better mix going. You tell Chris Yandel and the folks over at the, uh, in the office over there, I can lend them the CD. I've got that readily available for you so we can make your wish yeah. come true on that. You, Coach, you, by the way, if I don't say this before I ask you the first question, I'm not going to be allowed in the house. You know the little one you want to make sure that I said hello to you. <laughs> And I want to make sure you're doing it. He's doing wonderful. He's, uh, he continues to flash up to you when he goes and gets his awards for his great uh, scholastic achievements at school that he hates when his dad brags about, but he always flashes up to you. He's kind of – every picture he ever takes at school, he flashes up to you because I think I told you, his school is the Gators, and he doesn't like the Gators very much. So he always flashes up to you. I told him to make sure I said hello to you, Coach. All right. Coach, That's first, great. I appreciate first that. First things first, we, we're so excited – that we have left so much negative stuff behind us, and we only have forward to look. All the stuff about the sanctions. And please remember, I know some of this is redundant. I haven't talked to you for nine months. It's been a while since I've been on the air. But it's so refreshing to come into a new season with an outlook that's not mirrored with things that are off the field, that are only serving as distractions, and coming off a season of improvement again, so much positive to take from that. I wanted your thoughts going into this. Uh, these practice sessions, and obviously we're still months away from the season, but your thoughts on how this is progressing compared to your plan when you came in a few years ago and wanted to make this program prominent again? Well, I don't think there's any question that uh, we've never been in this situation since I've been here. So this is, uh, this is exciting. Uh, every day it's about business. Uh, we have a team right now that's, that's got a renewed sense of focus, uh, you know, renewed energy. Um, they're having fun again. They're not worried about all the stuff on the outside, and uh, it's been a pleasure to coach. To be honest with you, it's a, it's every group is different, and clearly, uh, you know, these guys um, are, are a group that uh, you know they know what they need to do, they know what the standard is, they know what the expectation is, and um, we're fired up. I mean, it's been uh, it's been spirited practices. Uh, you know, we've had good crowds come out. Uh, you know, we're expecting good crowds, obviously. Uh, this Friday, and then and then uh, for the remainder of the spring, and then the spring game. So, uh, but it's been uh, it's been fun. It really has been. This has been a, a fun group to coach, and uh, can't wait to get you know guys like Brady and Hester and Gayot and uh, Demetrius Jackson and Anthony Moten and Mike White and, and uh, Chad Thomas and, and uh, Brad Kaya and all those guys to come in and supplement uh, the depth that we have right now and, and supplement uh, you know the team that we're building right now, which is great. You know, it's always so easy to talk about the star positions, and obviously you lose a, a nearly a veteran quarterback. Kids been throwing the ball since his freshman year, Stephen Morris, and now you're faced obviously with, with two kids competing for a starting position uh, in Olsen and Williams. Obviously that's one of those things that makes it so interesting and so fun to watch because the dimensions are there and you're going to see them both progress. Away from that stuff, how do you feel you've added depth to this team from an obvious standpoint where you have guys like Duke and we had guys in prominent positions that are star players, and, and now we're fighting that these kids who are a year older, the ones that are backing them up. And they're, I mean, from the running back position last year, that was just amazing. Every time you, you, know, you put someone in, they were getting six or seven yards of carry. So that, that worked out so well last year. And now other positions and other areas of need, there seems to be that depth, including the defense. Well, I think the, the biggest difference that I'm seeing right now is, um, you know, the secondary, you know, uh, you know Almost the entire secondary is back, and, and uh, you know Gunter and uh, Elder uh, Dorch is practicing a little bit, but Gunter and Elder are really not practicing right now, and neither is Jenkins. But we got Bush and, and Carter and Dallas Crawford at safety, with two young men coming in and Hester and Gayot. Uh, so you know we have considerably more depth there when Jenkins comes back at corner. Uh, Mays has come in at mid-year and done a really really good job, and he's and he's learning. And, 
he's doing a, a you know a, a good job in, in, in picking it up fast. He's a bright kid and long. Antonio Crawford, uh, you know, obviously Tracy is uh, playing as he should going into his junior year with the kind of experience that he has. He's playing uh, with a lot of poise and a lot of energy. Marty Burns, uh, Larry Hope. So, you know, that that depth there is better than it has been. And I feel the same way at linebacker, even before, um, you know, uh, T.J. McCray and and, uh, and Mike Smith and Demetrius Jackson get here. Uh, we have a group right now, you know, Armbrister, Fig, uh, Darian Owens, and, and, um, and Juwan Young have really uh, fortified that group, uh, made us bigger and stronger. Uh, Darian Owens is, you know, 6'3", 230 pounds. Juwan Young, 6'2", 240 pounds. Uh, Kirby's playing well. Uh, Grace is doing a good job. So just we're, we're mixing in so many other guys there, and uh, it really allows McCord and Muhammad to focus on um, basically playing what we call the rush, the defensive end spot. And then what we're doing is separating those two guys on on, uh, on our third down or nickel package and having those two guys outside and then having Chicolo and uh, Kamala inside, which has made us a lot faster and, and, and really gotten our, our best pass rushers on the field even before uh, Chad Thomas and, and Moten and uh, Trent Harris get involved. Talking to Miami Hurricanes head football coach Al Golden here on the Amigo Show on blogtalkradio.com. Coach, you're going to hear a little emotion with my next question because, you know, just when you start to like them a little bit, and, I, and we got past the Florida game last year, as you know, I am a – I'm probably Walter Kachevsky's uh, son <laughs> from another life or something because I, I, my oh, feelings man. for the Gators are not fair to even yeah. describe. Forget it, I could say whatever I want on here, and I'm not going to do that because it's just disdain to the point I actually admitted to everyone last week on the air that I, uh, when that victory was complete in the press box, I wept. That's how much it meant to me. I just don't like the Gators. But, you know, Florida State Seminoles and their fans have certainly done a good job of starting to get me to lean the other way. And they are one heck of a football team. Congratulations to them for winning the national championship. <laughs> Please beat their butt next year. Please. I beg you. I don't want to hear their mouth anymore. How are you, how are you finding their growth, their, their prominence? How are you finding that, that the adjustments you have to make, not just on the field, but how you recruit, how are you finding that as far as the challenge is concerned? Was that something you expected when you came here a few years ago? Uh, in terms of what the, the ch- – number one, they had an excellent team last year. There's no question about it. And uh, I think, uh, uh, obviously, uh, we are continuing to grow and build, and uh, we've, we've uh, had success recruiting this past year. And I think it's carrying over to right now. Uh, the foot tra- traffic, uh, the quality of, of student-athlete that's been coming down and visiting us, uh, since you know January has been awesome, uh, we're excited about that. Uh, you know, and we're excited about the group that we're going to put together here and moving forward. And uh, again, I, I can't really uh, talk about what they're doing as a program. Obviously, they Don't they, uh, they had, yeah they had an excellent uh, they had an excellent team, and uh, that's you know, one half of this rivalry. And it's our job down here to, to scratch and claw and fight and. and uh, and get our our team back to where we want it and what our standards are and what our expectations are. You know, our standards and expectations and everything that we do as a program are different than any any of the, the other two teams that you mentioned in state, let alone the other schools that we play. So, again, the most important thing is that we recruit uh, our brand, you know, to our values, the type of kids that we want to be around and, 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 and work, and guys that have passion and uh and share, you know, that passion to get a great education and obviously be, you know, great football players here at the University of Miami. So, again, I, I you know, hats off to them. Uh, they've had uh, excellent success, and uh, you know, but I am equally as proud of our staff and our guys for fighting through, you know, a very difficult situation and uh, in so doing, moving the program forward and giving us an opportunity uh, to move forward and, and 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 to get the types of kids that we're recruiting right now and, and build on that team, I'm I'm very excited about the class that we just brought in, and even the guys that are here right now are making a difference. You know, I mentioned Jawan Young earlier and uh, Darian Owens, those two guys at linebacker, uh, Mays at corner. Uh, those guys are are doing excellent. Uh, we we all know about Yerby, so we can't wait to get him um, uh, going. So. Um, uh, 
Who else is here right now? Calvin Hurtaloo is here right now. So again, it's a it's a group that I'm excited about and can't wait to uh, to move forward with them. Yeah, it's just I, I'm sorry, Coach. Sometimes I gotta take the professional hat off and just be the passionate Kings fan. It's they're driving me nuts. But you're 100 percent right when you talk about recruiting your style of kid. I remember getting my first opportunity to speak with you after the the Hurricanes named you or the Miami Hurricanes uh, named you the coach. I want to say, gosh, almost four years ago, right? And you talked about you wanted to pay attention. You wanted to really focus on getting your kind, your kind of player. The same statement you just made now about wanting to get our kind of player to play in our kind of team. Are you finding more of your kind of player now than you did, say, two, three, four years ago? Are you finding more uh, of these kids are, are, no, are going in that? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. If you just go out there and watch us practice you know, now, I mean, it's it's exciting for me, you know, with – you know, with the energy that Muhammad brings and the energy that Figueroa is bringing and, uh, and Tracy Howard and, and uh, Jermaine Grace is, is fast and furious and active and, and Artie Burns and, and uh, of course, uh, Jamal Carter and Bush. So it's fun. It's fun to watch. And uh, uh, the guys right now that are making a move for us that we're excited about are Kamala and Hamilton. And we needed that badly. We needed, you know, both those guys are 280, 285 pounds, and we needed those guys to, to grow up and move up and they're they're both you know uh, making a difference right now. So yeah, no, I'm 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 excited about you know where we're going and what we're doing. And uh, but I don't want to I don't want to uh, compare uh, you know where we've been the last three years really to anybody in the country because at the end of the day I'm real proud of what our guys did throughout this whole ordeal and how we conducted ourselves and and, uh, and how we moved the program forward through a very difficult time. But now it's time to move forward and. And I can't tell you how refreshing it is to come out to practice every day and just focus on developing, you know, our team and developing individual players and and listing, you know, daily what they got to get better at and what we're focused on and and, uh, and to see them grow as players uh, is fun. Guys like Gadbois and, and Isadora and and uh, Alex Gall and, and the job that those guys are doing come to mind as well. Miami Hurricanes head football coach Al Golden joining us here on the Amigo Show. Before I let you go, Coach, I know your time is valuable. And, again, thank you so much for coming on with us here on the show on short notice. I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. And truthfully excited about being able to talk more about the Kings on a weekly basis on Blog Talk Radio. And, and, and certainly your appearance on this show will, uh, will, will help legitimize what we're doing here on Blog Talk Radio, stateofu.com. Um, that excitement seems to be seeping into the fan base. And, and people are starting to feel like, not just out of the woods, but that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. What would you say to a fan that's still on the fence? And, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean the fan that just is that kind of person that looks at the glass half full. I've been yelling at him for a week already, telling him, get out to the games. I'm going to do a radio yeah. promotion where people who say they can't come out to the games, I'm going to take them to the games. This is ridiculous. I want them out there, and I want no, them supporting what you're doing. Look, and and, uh, and and they have every right to feel like that, you know. And and, and our guys, uh, we should have something to prove, and that's part of coming to the University of Miami and, and being part of the expectations and the standards that are here. We all accept that. And uh, but all I would say is, you know, the practices are open. Come see how hard the guys are working and 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 how we're growing and how we're developing. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. You know, Friday night at six o'clock, you know, we have an open practice, and uh, it's a great opportunity for people after work, maybe. You know, they're on their way home or, or before they go out to dinner or something, just stop by and, and uh, see how our guys are practicing and see how we're growing and, and uh, you know, get get a kind of sneak peek at some of the young guys, uh, you know, Casey McDermott and Trevor Garland and, and the young guys that I mentioned before, um, and see and see how we're moving the program forward. So, look, I understand uh, that, that, you know, uh, some people are going to be on our fence sitters, but, you know, the reality is, as I said a million times, I'm, I'm proud of our guys for the hand that we were dealt and, and how they navigated it. Uh, I'm real proud of those guys. Uh, and uh, I'm proud of the seniors that just left for delivering us through that. And, and man, they gave us solid footing, you know, solid footing, solid ground right now that we can, you know, grow and develop from. And, and man, we're just, we're going out there and competing every day. You know, we're just getting better and uh, we're getting stronger and, and we're getting deeper. And uh, all of that is fun. And uh, just can't wait to have a full cycle with this group and, and the young people that have been coming down and, and visiting the University of Miami and, and not having to deal with any of the other negativity or uh, any any uh, you know any 
uh, investigations or anything that uh, accompanied that. So it's it's been it's been fun, and we got to continue to move. But it's but it's time to go now. It's time to uh, it's time to move and and and, uh, and grow up and, and and move forward. And, and uh, that's what's fun about being here, and that's what's providing a lot of energy for all of us right now. It's just the fact that we can go and and do what we want to do, and it's great. Coach, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking on behalf of most of our fan base. Not only do they appreciate you, not only do we appreciate you, we respect you. And as our leader, you give the kids the credit. they got to do this stuff on the field. But there's a lot of learning that goes on behind the scenes. And there's a lot of stuff from growing up, from being 18 to 21, uh, from becoming from a boy to a man, and learning the game of football the right way. And uh, the results are starting to come through. You've improved every season. And I think that the fan base that understands and knows what we've been through and where we're going appreciates you and thanks you for your commitment to the University of Miami, as do I. You know how I feel about it, and I'm just so excited about our upcoming season. Well, I appreciate it, and I speak for everybody here. We're, we're, we're excited about our future, and, and uh, as I said, uh, we'd love for you know our fans and even guys that, that, that want to see what we're all about, come, come watch us coach, come watch you know the kids work. I mean, today's practice was awesome, the, the competition and the one-on-ones, and, and uh, any, any fan or anybody that's a fan in University of Miami, come watch that. Friday at 6 o'clock, and then uh, obviously the spring game on April 12th when we unveil our new uniform. Uh, just really exciting uh, day for us. So uh, I appreciate you having me on, and, and uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend, okay? You too, Coach. Thanks for coming on. Coach Al Golden okay. here on the Amigo Show. Thank you so much. We're going to go to a break, and when we come back from break, we're going to take your calls at 347-857-3419. See? I teetered along the line. I think I behaved. Yes. We'll come back. We'll talk about that. Take your calls and so much more here. On the Amigo Show, blogtalkradio.com. You're listening to the Amigo Show with Larry, the Amigo Million. Hogwash. No, 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 no. I'll say it again. Hogwash. On Blog Talk Radio. I know that's a 1960s word. Hogwash. Show 641. I wanted to be careful. I think I was careful. But, yeah, I addressed the fan thing, not necessarily asking for the thing that came out. And I addressed the FSU thing. I stumbled a little bit. I just, they're on my nerves. <laughs> FSU fans are completely on my nerves. You guys know who you are, too. I work with a dude that's driving me nuts, bro. What a guy. I'm just going to call him three times. That's what I call him around the office because... I tell him he's allowed to talk to me, and I'll call him by his first name when he has more championships than us. But So I call him three times, and this guy is just incessant about how FSU won the national championship. This guy won on the last drive with 12 seconds left. Whatever. Okay, I'm, I'm being a sourpuss Kings fan. I get it. But come on now. Like, leave me alone. I didn't ask for this from you. I don't give you crap. I don't say nothing to you. And he's giving me all the business, and he's not the only one. So... I'm a little tired of hearing them, and I'm glad to be getting to hear this year. And that's what's going to be really exciting because uh, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I sure hope that we got something different for them when we, we brought them last year. So I addressed that with Coach. Um, but it was all right. I thought it went pretty well. I, I Twitter kind of blew up. That was kind of cool. So, I mean, you know, the listeners, you, you can't say anything bad because they're, they're all out there, and they're, like, listening. Great to have you back on the air at Black Red Sox. Uh, my goodness, look at this. Of course, Cutler is Laz signing in. I'm getting a lot of stuff in here. This is fantastic. At the Amigo Show, of course, the Notorious Puma. Nick's favoriting one of our tweets. So, we get a little activity here. Twitter's been dormant for me for a while since I hadn't been on the air. So, I'm kind of having fun with it again. 347-857-3419. We appreciate the love coming into the show. We'll be with you for another 15 minutes. Uh, so, I, I thought it went well. Here's what 
we didn't talk about because at the end of the day, I'm not going to upset coach. We're very interested in seeing an improvement on defense. And I've heard him already say he doesn't want to address that stuff. That's why I didn't ask him about it. It's senseless to address him about something that he doesn't want to talk about. So I'm going to push him up. And I'm not going to do that. But the truth is, is that's been a concern to Kane's fans. And rightfully so. But I'm going to ask this question. You, me, the rest of you listening, unless you've coached at a highly competitive level, which is doubtful, maybe you've coached high school. By the way, I regret not asking about Coach Harris. That's the one question I should have asked him. But if you haven't coached at least at a high school level, you don't really have the same perspective they do. And then let's say you did. Let's say you gave 12 or 15 hours a week to, to your high school. Does that make you more adept at this than Coach Golden and the folks in our program that have been improving on a year-to-year basis? So I, I'm going to go ahead and put my faith in the fact that the defense will improve and understanding that the last couple of years have been shaky. You hear Coach talking about the quality of the player that's coming in and what makes him excited. Guys are bouncing around. Guys are excited about being there. And then, of course, we could talk about the kids that are thinking in 11 months from now who they're going to go to, but those kids are excited about what's going on in Coral Gables. So that's how this program will start improving. It has been improving right before your eyes. I don't care what you think. I think we've got a good grasp on that. He invited us out all. All of us, everyone, the listeners, every person, everyone who's got a butt in Miami should have it in a chair, on a blade of grass, somewhere around that green tree practice field, Friday at 6 o'clock. It's open. Now we're going to get a chance to open practice. Free. Free. The best place. I mean, free. Best opportunity if you want to see it. Spring game. They're going to unveil new April 12th, right, Frank? April 12th. April 12th. Unveil the new uniforms. Night game. Night game. What's your excuse for that one? 347-857-3419. With you for another, ooh, looks like about 12 or 13 minutes I got here in the program. So we're opening lines up. Take your calls. By the way, just give you, you can email the show at the Amigo Show. I'm sorry. The Amigo Show at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at the Amigo Show. And then, of course, individually, at the Amigo and at Frank the Tank 305. All right, let's go out to the phone lines. Laz in Miami. You're on the Amigo Show. What's up? In Miami. What's up, Bobby? What's up, Papa? You have to be in Miami. I'm not going to say that you're in Tupelo, Mississippi. Look at the guys. What's up, kid? What's going on, bro? Everything good with you? Thank you, Papa. Doing I think that was a great interview, saw, by the way. Huh? I saw that you were listening in. I saw some of the retweets. Appreciate the love. Absolutely. Always, man, always. I think that he, I mean, you know, he makes it easy on you guys. He makes it easy on Joe Rose. He makes it easy on everybody. He's straightforward. You know, he, he shoots from the hip. And uh, he's a likable guy, so it makes it easy to, to get him on and, and talk with him. Smart to not talk about his wife's tennis game, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was the the major, <laughs> the major uh, full, uh, you know, mistake that, that Joe probably made is bringing the missus into it. Besides, the missus could probably whip Joe's ass in, in tennis anyway. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. G's in good shape, man. But indeed, I, I was so happy to get him on the show. I don't know if you had an opportunity to listen to the show last week, but we had Alonzo Highsmith on. Before I let you go, your thoughts on what I'm talking about, the progress, the forward progression of this program and the fan base not necessarily coming out at the same level of progression. In other words, they're not getting better the same way this team is getting better, the same way this program is getting better. And I know I mean, you're I... one of those fans that I alluded to before, the guys that come out every week, bells and whistles. It's hard for the people that, that show, you know, uh, um, myself and, and many thousands of other inc- others included, to really gauge, you know, the fact because we're always there. You know, when, when, when you love it and you show and, and, and you participate and you become a part of it, you, uh, you know, you're really not looking at who's not there. It's about who's there. But, um, right. you know, I, I want to remind people, man, that, that you know, I, I'm, all my life going to that Orange Bowl, and I remember a lot of 10,000 people games, you know. I remember a lot of games where the stands were empty. You know, sometimes you go out there to see Rutgers, and, you know, there will there'll be more people outside tailgating in the stadium. 
You know, mm-hmm. so it, it's not like we've always sold. We always sold the OB out. That's that's a fantasy. I mean, you can go back and Chris Reed's good at crunching numbers. And he'll show you that. You know, it's more or less. You know, give or take a few thousand, the same. Um, you know, and you know the progression of the fan is simple. If you're a fan, you're gonna go watch them play. Whether they play here, or they play in in Canada, wherever they play. You might not like the venue. It might not be home. It might be whatever. But if you're a fan and you're about this University of Miami program, like most of us are, you're gonna show. You know. Who was that the, dump they played their bowl game in Orlando in? That was a dump. But still, I think Tropical I mean, Park right now has the bleacher stand in Tropical Park, which would be a great site for Kane Stadium, by the way. But those bleachers right now in Tropical Park are better than that dump we went to go see Louisville, Miami. Man. That was just terrible. If, if you're about Hurricane football and you're Kane's fan, you're gonna go watch them play at Traz if they play at Traz. It doesn't make a difference. You know, it, when when it's University of Miami, like, you know, a lot of people travel to games. You know, it, it's they're playing, and if they're playing, umenudo. If they're playing, I'm at work, and uh, if they're playing, you're gonna go show. About the progression of the team is simple. People need to, you know, to, to forget, you know, not forget because it's the legacy, but they not forget. They need to remember. Remember that we're 12 years, 13 years removed from playing in the national championship game. It took 10 years to far where we fell. And and I'm sorry if people expect the progression to be from one year to the next. It ain't going to happen like that. Two lame duck coaches did tremendous damage to the program, you know, on many levels, not just the wins and losses. That is, that's, that's what mostly stands out to us because that's all we care about. You know, I don't care about winning by 50 or winning by one as long as I win, you know. So, I mean, things come – you know, things come in their time. The same way that we didn't fall off, we didn't go from, you know, losing the national, getting robbed at the national championship game to, to losing seven games a season. You know, it was it was a progression. It was, it was, yeah, it was gradual. There, yeah, there, there was a definite progression to that. I'm going to let you go back to work, Laz. i got some stuff to get to, but, of course, appreciate the fact that you were listening. Appreciate your call here on the Amigo Show, 347-857-3419. That's true. They didn't get bad overnight. That took a while, too. And, yeah, I said it. Get that Let me tell you, and I didn't bring this up during the call, but the whole Larry Coker thing, really, I'm not going to make any – I'm not going to take 30 seconds to this, but certainly when you, when you lose more games progressively every year, there's something wrong. The numbers don't lie. Um, Sky has won more games every year. So, like, if we're looking for something to grab onto and to, 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 to buy into a pipe dream, that's the one. Let's buy into that pipe dream. What, please explain to me what's been better over the last 13 years since we last visited, last won a national championship because we were robbed at the one we went to afterwards that I still haven't gotten over. And from time to time I have nightmares at night and break into cold sweats because of Terry Porter who doesn't know how to referee. But I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a tangent. 347-857-3419. I'm going to do a show one day. Frank, on how is how that is the turning point. That's the curse of Terry Porter. I swear to you, it, it, it progressed slowly, but it, it became hell. It didn't take that long. It was awful. I'm gonna keep a little checklist going now because this is the second show in a row that you mentioned Terry Porter. That's two weeks now. I don't like that guy. I don't like that guy. He gives me agita. Awful. So you, you look back to the program and you see what they were and. The reason I hate what happened in that game was because I was, I was making the reference to that program when it won four championships in, I guess, eight years, 83, you know, 87, 89, 91. In a matter of eight years, they won four championships. That was like a new car. Nice paint job, beautiful, shiny. Put it up against the light like my new car and like, oh, my God, look at this. It's so gorgeous. And that started wearing off a little bit in the 90s with everything that happened. They took that thing into Amico, wherever the place they went to go paint it, and in 2001 it came up with a brand new paint job, and it was a hot rod all over again. And Terry Porter was akin to the accident against the wall that totaled the car. Never in the history of sports, in my opinion, other than this game, oh, I'm going to get killed for this, has more been decided with one bad call than there was in that game. I'll let you ruminate and think about that as I give you the number 347-857-3409. I'm ca- Listen, I'm talking to a Kings audience here. If I do this next Saturday, 
at 10 a.m. when we start our new show. Look at that. Look at this plug. It was like riding a bike. SoFloRadio.com, the Amigo Show will come at you. All sports. We'll talk about the Heat. We'll talk about the – yeah, we'll talk about the Marlins. We'll talk about Jeter's last season because, you know, if I don't talk about the Yankees for at least 30 seconds, I'm not going to be happy. Ah. And we're going to talk about the Dolphins. (laughs) Dude, are you – I mean – the uh, new laughing stock of football. Yes, the new laughing stock of football, and my favorite team. And I've tried to dump them. It's, it's like it's like a stalker chick. Yes, exactly. It's like a stalker chick. The Dolphins. Uh, let's, let's talk about the Dolphins right now. I'm talking about the Kings. Three four seven eight five seven three four one nine. So let's stalk the program. Let's fall in love all over again with this program. You guys are tuning into this, you know what? Because you love the program, and you're probably the guys that go out there. And the girls that go out there, one, two, three, four, five, six, there's seven home dates this year, I think Frankie was telling me. Are you kidding? My my son is nine years old and tugs on the pants and asks me UM questions every freaking day. You know what I told him the other day? Call coach, he'll tell you. Leave me alone already. He's obsessed with the pro So, like... I'm not asking for grown adults to act like idiots. I'm asking for grown adults to support a program that they supported when they were winning. What's so hard about that? That should come really easy because, heck, if I'm doing it with the Dolphins, I've never won in 40 years. Period. Why can't, I mean, are you kidding? It's the most special story in college football. I Hogwash. Keep your Notre Dame. Keep your Michigan. Keep all your nonsense. I don't want to hear about it. Hogwash. Four, cha- four championships in eight years. Set a trend. A private university in Coral Gables. Six or seven thousand students. Winning national championships. Who's a different time? Who's in a conference? Hogwash. It's never happened that way before. And no, 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 no. I'll say it again. Hogwash. Yes. Hogwash. I've been asked a lot about the word hogwash. <sighs> it's going to become a staple of the show. I don't know if I'm going to bring it to Saturday or not. I, it, we, uh, but the thing is, the kids, you know, you don't want to say the other word. Of course. Bull. This is a family show. Yeah, it's always family-oriented. I like to say the bad words, at least not when the mic is on. <sighs> so let's do, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to talk. I said this last week. Let's be serious about this. We're going to do something. And we're going we're gonna to create our own little synergy, even if it's just for one game. I don't have the energy to do this more than once a year. But that's fine, because I'm trying to cater to the person who doesn't have the energy or the money to do this more than once a year either. Of course, I do it seven times a year. Like you. Like all of our listeners, most of our listeners. Guys have called in today. Come on. Make a commitment for one day to come out, enjoy a tailgate experience of your own, Okay, and just <laughs> and just enjoy yourself at one of these games. Let it loose. Let it loose. Anyway, we're going to have time for one more caller. Once again, we're expanding this to two hours starting next week. Some six to eight on Wednesday nights here on blogtalkradio.com. And the big, big grandpapa announcement is we're going to Saturday mornings. It's not the Hurricane Edition. It's the Amigo Show coming at you on soflowradio.com. Just uh, just a little bit of time before we got to say goodbye. Let's go to Armando in Miami Lakes. Armando, you're on the Amigo Show. What's up? First of all, great news about you. I'm really happy for you, Larry. And I know you're short on time. Real quick, I know you touched up on in the beginning of the show. I only caught a little bit of the golden interview. I hope to hear more of it later. There's been talk banter all week that people are tired about. Like I got FSU fans, friends also. When we go to your stadium, it's half full of FSU people. So my young people are saying that, it's, we should have a 40,000-seat stadium to e- eliminate that. If you don't think you have an FSU people laughing enough, enough already as it is, if we build a 40,000-seat stadium, we can laugh off the planet, right, Larry? 40,000? Are you kidding I don't know me? If that's the, I don't know if that's the solution, and I'm sorry that I have to let you go because we're almost, uh, we're almost done. Thanks for calling on the show. A lot of support from Armando, a lot of support from our listeners. Appreciate it. I built my stadium when I jumped on that. Honest to goodness, I thought the perfect plan would be around fifty or 55000 Because the truth is, is, unless it's a big game, and if you want to, 
take take the big game and house it over at Sunlight. You know, we want 80000 to be there. But at the end of the day, it's supposed to be a home game. I'm not supposed to cater to 40,000 FSU fans. So while you're right, 40,000 would be a laughing stock. I don't know what's better, the 40,000 or 80,000 and putting 40,000 FSU fans in there. The clock's telling me it's time to say bye-bye. Shout out to Coach Al Golden for coming on the show. Shout out to, let me tell you, athletic department, Chris Free, Chris Yandel. I love you guys. I owe you lunch. <laughs> Next week, it'll be two hours. Thanks to stateofview.com and SB Nation. You guys rock as well. The Amigo Show signing out. See ya.